You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. What I do. How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. It's fun! Freaky. It's free. It's Friday. And we have got the gang in here. And welcome to the Jay Barker Show. Jay's taking some time off. Tony Curry. Round of applause. Yes. Tony Curry, our guest host. Yes. Tony in the house. And then let's let's do uh, the Patrick Harrington golf clap for Lars Anderson. Yeah. Very quiet. Very quiet. Very quiet. And then I'm Matt. We appreciate that. Uh, and everybody joining us. And cell Matt phones, phones off, please. Ring. Cell phones cell off, phones. please. We're doing oh, a show. Cell oh, phones man. off, please. We're doing a show. You need please. to put... Uh, I mean, hundred dollar bill in the pot. If we had a pot, the worst really? place that that can happen to you is in church. <laughs> no, the worst place is when you're doing a radio show. I, church is understandable, especially in the first two minutes of I the get radio that. I get show. That. Yeah, really, I get that. Uh, <laughs> all right, here I know we got a big football weekend, right? Yeah. I mean, and we're going to start tonight. Hus- we, Huskers going to Piscataway, New Jersey. Mm. But before we get started, <laughs> I, I have the 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 news. I have the story. I've been hacked. Really? Hacked into what? Social Facebook. media? Really? Yeah, you? Seriously? You know, I see I see people. I, I posted, who the hell would want to be me? I mean this in the nicest way, but who would? I mean, <laughs> seriously. I, if you want to be me, take on my bills. Yeah. Take on all my needy responsibilities. Well, but They get nothing. Uh, you know, I've, I always get see posts of people being hacked, but I got to. 
text message yesterday morning about 6 o'clock, and it says, Matt, you need to check your Facebook. So you know what I did? What's that? I called my daughter, handled. How did uh, how did you find your, what, what are they putting on your stuff that's considered hackable? Because I, I, I'm, no, get, I I'm, I'm getting lots of messages uh, on uh, Messenger uh, through Facebook from different organizations that are taking over people's accounts to yeah. tell me about money that's out there that I, I, I'm owed from the PPP, and, and, and they're written out. Hey, I haven't talked to you in a long time. By the way, did you realize that? And I'm yeah. like, what? And then I, I keep getting invited to, like, sex clubs. And I reply, hey, well, he took, I need he more took information. down the dirt road and, in a hurry, didn't he? And you reply. Well, there's the issue. Maybe it's what, maybe it's what you're Googling late at night. They're so good at it through hey. messengers that I don't, I don't answer them. Yeah, uh, I, I I made a mistake once, and somebody I thought I knew very very well said they needed to get in touch with me. Mm-hmm. So I sent them a phone number. Yeah. Well, I sent my phone number to somebody else. Now my phone's blowing up yeah. on all kinds of crap. Anyway, is Bryce Young going to play tomorrow, Tony Curry? No, he should not. Um, I think Milrow. Listen, if this was a national championship, if it was a uh, playoff game, if it was Auburn, maybe. Uh, really no reason uh, as a, uh, what, 30-point favorite in this particular game to even give him. Listen, A&M's not going to be able to score. Uh, you think Alabama covers that number? Yeah, I do. And A&M, uh, wow. here, let's, put it in, let's put it in perspective. A&M's offense is worse than Auburn's. Okay, this should tell you something. They're <laughs> averaging 17 points a game, and that's with a 31 spot against Sam Houston State to kick off the season. This offense is horrible, and they don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Tomorrow. Max is banged up, right? So, Max is banged up. So why not? And, of course, the dude who came in for him, uh, Haynes King, he came in after he got banged up. What did he do last week? Threw two picks right off the bat. Dude's horrible. So why in the world would you start Bryce Young uh, at this point? No reason. Uh, it, it, I mean, for sake of it. Now, listen, he can always come in, right? I mean, if for some reason you're down 17-7 halftime and you need to bring Bryce Young in, I get it. But for right now, I don't know why you'd start him. And, and, and really, I think, you know, Milrow needs the practice as well. Yeah, This should not I, be an issue. I, if, if A&M puts up, they've only put up more than 20, what, twice against Power 5 schools, they're not going to be able to score. Alabama should just play the whole 60 minutes, take it as it is, the win by authority. Yesterday, uh uh, Nick told a reporter for ESPN that uh, Bryce is just you know begging to play essentially, sure. and that and that he can go, but he said, "Hey, it's going to be a medical decision, and uh, and really uh, Bryce is the one that ultimately could dictate it because it's a, a pain tolerance issue, and we all know that Bryce is tough. It's a, he's a tough kid, really great competitor." Um, but I, I think I, 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 and I mentioned this yesterday and I've been saying it all week. I, I think it will be mill row because, um, what Alabama has coming down the pike, mm-hmm. right? Going to Nashville uh, or not, I keep saying Nashville, Knoxville. That's just cause you'd rather go. There. Yeah. I know, going, going to Knoxville, uh, and, and play in Tennessee. And also, I think this is a chance for the offensive line to take another step forward because the offense is going to be more like a uh, Jalen Hurts-style offense, run first, pass second. And, uh, look, Alabama's going to have to get their ground game figured out. And I know the stats looked pretty good against Texas A&M, Matt, but they were inflated by three runs yeah. of uh, about 70 or longer. You know, I, I, I go back and forth on that because it's, it, it's not like you should remove it. But, you know, when a guy gets into space and then the rest of it's 70 yards full bore, it counts towards your rushing, but it, it inflates them. 
No, is that like, a good it's way? Like, it's like throwing that two-yard pass, uh, and the guy goes off yeah, for 80. But, but that quarterback, quarterback right? still gets yeah. I mean, I mean it, that's, that, that's, that's, just, that, that's where you look at stats and the eye test. You, you yeah. know it's somewhere in between. But, but uh, with that being said, you know, I think A&M's going to have to also throw the football uh, accurately if they will. Obviously, the running back, the Devin kid, uh, is averaging seven yards per rush, and I think they're going to try to slow it down a little bit as well. I, I just Listen, I'm not a doctor. I have no clue what the sprain situation is, how bad it is. But if you could give him another week's rest before you have to take on the volunteers up in Knoxville, I'd say do it. you got to look at the whole picture. Yeah. It's, 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 I think it's pretty simple. And, that and be, guess, that, guess who's really, really, really good at looking at the entire picture? Nick Saban. Yeah. That being said, if they're down 17-14 with three minutes left, uh, he's, he's coming into the football game. <laughs> oh, yes, I think if it's, I mean, I think I mean, if it's still <laughs> close in the third quarter, he's yeah. coming in. I mean, yeah. and, and look, hey, Texas A&M has their own quarterback issues right now. Uh, Max Johnson, the son of Brad Johnson, and, and I, I think Max Johnson is going to be a really good player eventually, but he suffered a broken bone in his throwing hand uh, against Mississippi State, and looks like he could miss the rest of the season. So, uh, who's going to be playing quarterback for A and M? A little bit up in the air. You got the Haynes Kin uh, kid, or you've got their five star. Guy that they love the red shirt coming in, um, and I don't know. And I, obviously, A and M fans are clamoring to see this five star kid. But uh, Haynes King has not been the king no. of quarterbacks uh, so far. This there's a lot season. of talent again, there. He just had he doesn't have it. He hadn't pulled it all together. Yeah, and and I, I saw a really interesting story this morning, and I pulled up you know Alabama, uh, Alabama, and and A and uh, M preview, and I, I saw a very interesting story in that. Obviously. Jimbo's not only the head coach, but also the offensive player caller. He would fire himself right now at this point, uh, the way his offense is playing, but he can't do that. And that being said, uh, Alabama and Bill O'Brien and Jimbo run pretty much a similar type of offense in that there's a lot of moving pieces. It's very complex. It's very difficult. Everyone's got to be in the right spot at the right time or it does not look fluid. And as of right now, and, and, and at least this article said, you know, not every quarterback in the SEC is Tom Brady. Or, or Peyton Manning, it's difficult to, to, to understand the concept of the offense that both Alabama and Annam are trying to run. And it's working for Alabama, but it's not working for Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, and it, um, it does look certainly like Haynes King is going to be the starter. And, uh, you know, he's well, al- al- already benched once. But this is the, ki- this is the type of situation Stephen Garcia Right, and I'm going all the way back to 2010. Boy, what a quarterback just comes out Mm -hmm. of nowhere. Zach Calzada last year plays like the second coming of Johnny Unitas. Mm -hmm. I mean, some guys just have it in them uh, when when Alabama comes onto the field. Yeah, but this guy's he's he's had playing experience. He's already been benched once. This is not a guy coming in midseason. Uh, you know, no, you're right. Uh, and, and coming, and coming it. in fresh. He's, he's, in other words, he's seen enough to be freaked out by the defensive schemes that Alabama's going to be throwing. And who's going to freak you out more? <laughs> Will? Well, yeah. He's going to have 31 imprinted on his jersey. Yeah. So, you know, if, if better, this is crazy to say, but if Haynes King had not played a snap this year, I'd say Anam had a better shot at beating Alabama than yeah. the fact that he's I, already played because he's already seen tape on Alabama. I think he'll be freaked out. I really do. And I, and I fully expect him to cover the 24. And so when uh, um, Max uh, Johnson got hurt against uh, uh, Mississippi State last week, King came in and replaced him uh, in the 42-24 to 24 loss. And he went 6 for 13, 49 yards, and two interceptions. Two picks, yeah. And I think he already had four picks going into that football game. 
Yeah, he he, he's been a turnover machine. Um, and that on paper, that, that, that should not be a contest. That that could be also what the doctor ordered for this Alabama defense, which has struggled to create turnovers this season. So and who far. beat Alabama is last the year? One, is yeah. Will's pick six the only one? I, I think it so. It may be. All right, listen. Coming up, answer to this question. We'll discuss it anyway. Was it the worst ever? You're listening to the Jay Barker Show on the Jay Barker Network. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. Join the Tuscaloosa, Alabama Lynx chapter for Lynx in Pink, a breast cancer awareness event on Saturday, October. I'm Heiner, 82. Tonight, fair skies, the overnight low near 55. For your Friday, mostly sunny with a daytime high of 83. A bit cooler over the weekend, but still sunny. Highs both days in the 70s. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 83 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Back to Jay Barker, Joe. Tony, give, give me that Rick Flair. Woo! He is playing lead guitar for them, of course. Our good friend David Johnson, who uh, did a show with uh, Brother Kane last night. Who hasn't he played with? Uh, he's played with uh, John Waite. He's yeah. played with uh, Sammy Hagar. He had played with uh, Alice Cooper for 10 years. And he also, of course, uh, ran the Thin Lizzy or the Black Star Writers for a while. I like Alice Cooper on and off mine. I had, you know what? Uh, Tatum was talking about my snake. Uh, one night about a year and a half ago, I know this because it was two weeks uh, prior to my wife telling me she wanted to leave me because it was the snake. The snake was the straw that broke the camel, she told me. Uh, it was the divorce spoon, if you will. It's never the spoon. It just gets much larger. than no, The snake was it. Yeah. But my daughter, I uh, was afraid of snakes. And we had a copperhead in the front garden. She freaked her out, and I hit it with a bat. Anyway, so I said, you know what? We don't need you to be afraid of snakes. So I went down to Ed's Pet World, which is right down here from the AVX Studios, and, and I found a little ball python, and it fit in the, in the palm of my hand. And, and and I bought it. You know why? Because one night, Alice Cooper called the house uh, and said, is Tony Curry there? And I said, yeah. And we had like a, an hour conversation. I was talking about doing a show on Tony Curry Radio on the TKR app. And he said, do you have any snakes? And I said, no. And I said, do you? And he goes, I still have like 47 snakes. I still have. And I use them in my acts and stuff like that. He said, but if I come to your studio, I expect to see a snake. So that was my excuse to uh. go get a snake and to prove to my daughter that there was no fear of snakes. And then uh, now I'm divorced. What were the events leading up to the <laughs> snake in an incident with your wife that led to the camel's back? I'm just kidding. Oh, How long is this show? Hey, Did you not uh, hear Lars talking about Tom and Giselle a couple of days ago? <laughs> we just want to turn it into uh, TM, TMZ. TMZ. <laughs> um, tell you what, they're pretty good at breaking stories. They, they are. Got, they got some people covering up uh, the United States of America and then some. All right. Uh, I heard a little bit of it. I caught the very last part of it. I get up this morning. I listen to three different radio shows, three different formats. They're all talking about last night's Broncos-Colts game. Mm -hmm. And every darn person said it's the worst ever. Yeah. It was a horrible game. And I watched uh, the last three quarters of it. And you know what the actual NFL network called it? A spectacular disaster. <laughs> what it, That's what, the NFL. What, what made the it NFL. worse? It was so bad that it went OT. 
It's yeah. like, can we please turn this thing off? But you couldn't do it. Do you think Russell Wilson, when he went to the Denver Broncos, thought that he'd have a 21 of 39 game with two picks and no touchdowns and think, I mean, just. So I, this whole thing to me is about Russell Wilson. He is, he is the story here. He is a weird guy. He is a weird, weird mean? guy. Uh, he seems to be one person when the cameras are on mm -hmm. and a completely different person when the cameras are off. And look, at the end of, near the end of regulation, the Colts are, I think they were out of timeouts. It was third and one. Give the ball to number 25, Melvin Gordon. He's been ripping off 12, 15-yard runs. I mean, Gordon was on a roll, and I know Gordon has been fumbling but give him the ball. And this is so reminiscent of the Super Bowl, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Instead, Russell Wilson, he throws it into the end zone. And I'm thinking, even if it's an incomplete pass, for God's sake, they will win the game and it will be a push. Yeah. Of course, the oh. only reason I'm the only reason I'm watching is because I got some money on the line. What was the line? It, it was it was Denver, here. Denver plus three. Yeah. And so try uh, having the over forty two. Oh, I I I I, I, took, I I I did have the under. I, and, and the under basically hit in the second quarter. Uh -oh. yeah. But the point is, Russell Wilson throws just a, a horrific pass, horrific behind the receiver, picked off, and what happens? Uh, that would actually that would have given them a six. Yeah, it would have given them a six point lead. And uh, and then Matt Ryan out of nowhere because he hadn't done anything all night. And I'm thinking to myself, Frank Wright, or uh, yeah, Frank Wright, the uh, head coach of the uh, Colts, he's going to get fired because Matt Ryan looked like he was 75 years old last he night. He is 75 years old. <laughs> he can't he can't maneuver in the pocket. He can't run more than in like six yards. And so Denver basically just dropped everybody back, didn't have to spy him. But then he leads them down the field. They kick a field goal, goes into overtime. These are and, two old quarterbacks that need to hang it up after this year. I mean, you I'm know, just I being really honest. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan was, was going to work in Indianapolis. I don't know I, I what gave me that he, false he, sense. He's, but, he's old. He got, it, it's funny but he got older in a year. It, yeah. it, but that's how it works in sports, isn't uh, it? Like, then, it you, then explain you, Tom Brady to me. Well, TB12 <laughs> method, man. Drink uh, eat what a lot eat? of water. Eat avocado every morning. Yeah, drink a, drink a lot of he water. Also, hadn't been hit nearly as many times as Matt Ryan has over the last four years. Yeah, yeah. Falcons. I mean, but but yeah. good point. The Broncos paid two hundred and thirty-five million dollars for that garbage that they got last night out of Russell Wilson. And the and the team he came from has got a better record. And then with Geno Smith in yeah. overtime, it gets even worse in overtime. Uh, on on fourth down uh, near the goal line, uh, uh, again I, I I can't believe the play call play calling was horrible by uh, Hackett uh, the head coach, but um, goes back to pass. He's got a wide receiver that's open by ten yards. Ah, eh, not going to throw it to him. I'm going to throw it. Uh, to the wide receiver who's being uh, basically one-on-one -on -one against the former defensive player of the year. Ball gets swatted away, game over, and uh, it's it just uh, a really bad loss for the Broncos. But on the flip side, 
you look at Indianapolis and the fact they won this game, who they beat last week? The Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And, Indy, and they're 2-2. Two and, two. and Indy was out uh, without uh, uh, their, their running back, Jonathan... Uh, the kid from Wisconsin, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan and, Taylor Thomas. Yeah, I mean Jonathan Taylor. I I think is potentially going to be an MVP in the league one day. I thought he should have gotten him. He he got votes last year. Yeah, he, he yeah. was certainly a candidate. Um, Wasn't he in uh, Growing Pains? Oh, somebody else. Never mind. <laughs> so anyway, my, 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 my big takeaway That's is that right. Denver is hosed with Russell Wilson. And they got a lot of work to do to turn this thing around. And and I, and I got the sense just from watching it that his teammates don't believe in him. I totally agree with you. And I and I, I can't believe that we're feeling that way because you got Russell Wilson, but you're also getting Russell Wilson 2.0. I mean, you're not getting the original Russell Wilson. Uh, they loved him in Seattle, but Seattle right now is laughing at two and two with Geno Smith. They're feeling pretty good about themselves. Geno Smith is playing like yeah. Geno Smith at West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Remember how good he was He's that great. one year? And running the football, too. Yeah. Which is something that Geno Russell Smith. lost his wheels about three or four I, years ago. I, I would take Geno Smith. Though, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I would take Geno Smith over Russell Wilson right now. Me too. Of course, I take Joe Burrow. I think Russell's anyone. just stumbling Absolutely. out of the blocks. I think we he'll get back and get better. <laughs> So the season gets longer. But anyway, yeah. you're familiar with now Thursday night football's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should get their money back after last night. Yeah. Well, we you know, they should. have a new announced team. We're all familiar with that. But Richard Sherman, the mm-hmm. cornerback oh. Seattle, is uh He lost his mind after the game. He, and and just in case you haven't heard it or read about it, here is Richard Sherman after last night night's debacle. Final play, you gotta run the ball again. Like I, I mean, I wish I had Marshawn up here. Like one yard, you need one yard. Run the ball. Run, what? Run the ball. And CT. He's triggered. All he has He's to triggered. do is run the football. Like <laughs> necessary criticism. I'm not. You know, I've said enough criticism for him. But God dang it, run the dang ball. Like. Learn from I, your mistakes. I don't. Can somebody fill me in? What is he yeah. referring to? I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> Have you been in this situation before? Run I, the ball. I will say this. I will say this. He run the ball, and it was very. It wasn't necessarily a mirror image, but yeah. It, and and he that's, got even more emotional later. I mean, to the point where his colleagues were going, "Okay, it's okay." That's PTSD okay. from okay. the Super Bowl. Could be. That is PTSD from the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, when run the ball, give the ball to Marshawn Lynch, and you get out of there. You beat the Patriots and get your second Super Bowl win. And Russell Wilson's probably heading to the Hall of Fame. You're right. That's and, that. That is a that is a carryover. That is your traumatic. Yeah, you're, you're spot Richard on. Richard Sherman, yeah, he, Richard Sherman was great, and and, and yeah, that, I was on the wrong game, side of that one too. <laughs> the post game, the post game. Uh, are you going to turn into Sherman right oh here? Go run the ball, run the ball. Ryan, no, because you know what? If you run the ball and you come up short, then you're saying we have Russell Wilson. We brought in a two hundred million dollar guy. Why aren't we and, allowing him to make plays with his feet and look at least look at the but field? But you know what? They put they kept him in the pocket. I know, they I know. Run him out. Do sprint out. I would the roll right. him. Roll him. I, oh, I just, just a horrible play. A couple more pieces of information, and we're going to put a, a bow on that. T U R. First non TD NFL game in how many years? Did y'all hear? Mm. How long's it been since neither team's played? Yeah, it hasn't been that long, has it? Maybe Six like, or seven years? Yeah, eight years. 22. Really? Wow. Now, that was according to Jocks. 
I wonder how long it's been no TDs. <laughs> well, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Oh, Wait, you're, I, citing I jo- you're citing jocks as your source? I can't believe that the 48-45 <laughs> game this past weekend was the first time in NFL history we've ever had that score. I was like, what? We've never had a 48-45 game until last weekend. How long is this? You were just talking digits here. Right? Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls and been to Super Bowls between Wilson and Ryan, they were, they had no TDs passing, obviously, and combined two, two interceptions apiece. Four. It was ugly. Yeah. It was blankety-blank ugly. What do yeah. you want to do now, Lawrence? It's, you're driving. I'm driving? Uh, um, I want to ask Tony about uh, your stint on Fox uh, yesterday and okay. what what uh, you discussed. Yeah, we uh, uh, we, we will do that. I, I will give you a little. I'll give you a little tease. Giselle did something that proves that they're getting divorced. I'll tell you about it. So. Ooh, now that's a radio broadcasting Slam legend's dunk, tease. Yeah. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. That's Tony Curry along with Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter. Back in a moment. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. All right. Welcome back to the Jay Barker Show, the Jay Barker Radio Network. Peter up. Tony Curry is in the house, our usual Friday guest host. There's Lars Anderson. I'm Matt Coulter. Appreciate everyone dialing us in. Tony, say what? Giselle uh, Bunchen did something on uh, Wednesday afternoon that uh, the minute she did it, I was like, it's over. Uh, and no one's really talking about it. Um, knowing that she's probably one of the most photographed women, not only on paper, because of her modeling career, but also now because, of course, she's going through this divorce proceeding with Tom Brady. She took her wedding ring off. And I was talking to Dr. Josh mm. Claypo yesterday, and I said, it's over. It, yeah, it, it is, it is that done. is... It, you you wear... First move. of all, you're still married. Okay, I wore my wedding band when I was in court. The day I went to court for my divorce proceeding, I was still married. You had to go to court? Wow, I didn't want to go to court. That's a else. deep dive for the next break. Um, but I had my wedding ring on. And my kids are like, why are you still wearing your wedding ring? I said, because I'm still married. Legally, I'm still married. I'm still committed under God's eyes and this legal system, married to your mother. And until someone tells me that I'm divorced, I will keep it on my finger. Because first of all, I'm spoken for. And second of all, I promise to stay with her until death do us part. And she obviously, the minute we were separated, took the ring off. And that's fine. Whatever. But when a person takes a wedding ring off, they are thrown in the towel. It's more than symbolic for me anyway. When you take your wedding ring off, you're telling people there is no hope to make That's this work. That's interesting you say that. Because, because everyone knows she's married. Yeah. And she's saying, I'm married, but not really. But you are, legally speaking. And you're also telling your husband, I'm not trying this anymore. And I want to talk about her out gardening and taking her ring off for a few minutes because she's putting soil on a potato. Gazelle gardening? Okay. Yeah, maybe she does. I, all I want to know is how much that ring worth. Who knows? Like I'm sure she, she just, gave. It, I'm sure she gave it back to you, right? <laughs> you think she? Yeah. You think Gazelle gave it back? 
her engagement yeah. ring? Well, unless it, was Brady? A, unless it was an heirloom. If it was an heirloom that he got from his grandma and something, I expected it to be back. But for most of us, that's not the case. It usually goes to a lawyer somewhere uh, in, a, in a form of payment. I'm, I'm, rock, I'm with I'm five with, million, yeah. something like that. Well, you that. take the ring off, you're done. I'm with you 100% yep. on that. And that has been my, unfortunately, my personal experience, not once but twice. Mm-hmm. Once you see that ring is off, you're like, oh, the uh oh, I'm in trouble here. Because mm-hmm. I remember, like, I was, I was, I was always thinking, hey, I, I can figure this out. I can work this out. I can, you know, I, we can, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. Ring comes off, and yep. you know it is D O N E. You can be separated and still keep the ring on. Yeah. Well, you know, to, you, you can know you're going to go through a divorce and still keep the ring on. To, welcome to, to sports counseling and, 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 her, and, and her knowing that everyone is photographing her left hand absolutely killed it. What did you say her net worth was? 480. Uh, yeah, I mean, like that's that. just how, how much she's made. She's made about a half a billion dollars. Yeah. What, what, uh, what I fear for, for Tom Brady, and money's not going to be an issue. What I, what I fear for Tom Brady, because he'll get his and she'll get hers. I think they had a prenup. What, what I fear for Tom is that he's not going to see his kids. Uh, she's going to play. I've been taking care of those kids. He's been working six, seven, eight, nine months out of the year. Ever well, since I, think we that's, had these I think that's the core and, and, issue in yeah, their marriage. And, and, and that may get really ugly. I mean, we've seen the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie situation where now it's she's not saying over he yet. actually choked their children. It gets ugly. I mean, when things don't start working, I know. When things don't start working, you start digging deeper and you start trying to find things um, to uh, make your side of the case, you know, bear a little heavier. But so when you were on uh, uh, Fox yesterday, yep. is that is this what you talked about? And, and did uh, Doctor Josh Claypo go with you? Do- yeah, Doctor Josh was with me, and and he had a really interesting take in that. Um, you know, a lot of people stay together for kids, and uh, I wish that 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 could have been the case in my situation. But uh, from a psychological angle. Uh, there's science behind this that having a mother and father not live together and be divorced but amicable is better for the children's psychological growth if the two can't live together amicably. In other words, if you've got a mother and father who are staying together for the kids but they're at each other's throat and they're not showing each other affection, that's worse for the kids than actually being divorced. I have a hard time believing that because I believe that marriage is I-65 north and south both going the same direction. And it ebbs and flows. Sometimes you see the other side. Sometimes you're a mile apart. Just don't get off the interstate. Eventually, it's going to ebb and flow. It's going to come back together again. And I'll throw this, I'll throw this around, too. And I, and I said this, and I'm, I don't mean to preach. And I said this on Fox 6 yesterday. It is never, ever, ever the children's fault. Ever. Children always think it's their fault that mom and dad don't get along. It's never their fault. But I will say this. If this happens six, seven years down the road, I think they stay together because the kids are old enough to be self-sufficient. And I do know that they were in the process of building their dream house. Uh, he gets it. And, and uh, in Miami on a, a stretch of land that is some of the most valuable in the United States. Well, and she's got probably want some of that new TV money coming for Tom, too. All right. Let's, let's, I'm going to try and steer Man. it back onto the field. Okay. Is it affecting Brady's play? And will it? And does this allow him the opportunity to maybe go ahead and play next year? I would say that, yes, it, it is affecting his play. Um, I'm a firm believer that if your personal life is not in order, that is going to reflect on your professional life, whether you're a writer, 
uh, whether you're a lawyer, business person, or a professional athlete. It just, it, it's, I, I, I believe wholeheartedly it spills over and I, I've seen it repeatedly and I've frankly I've seen it in my own life I'm not saying that I don't agree with you but there's this guy named Tiger Woods who went through a lot yeah and played his you know what off winning masters and majors left and right during the most turmoil I mean, part of his ne- life he was Some... never as good before the seven iron incident through the windshield oh yes he was go look at the numbers I'll, yes I'll, he was i will look him up in the yes, next some way. people can are really good at compartmentalizing and i think that was an escape for him to get on the golf course and, and yeah compartmentalize I, I i i this is just my thought i don't think tom I think he's lost a little step. When you're going through divorce, man, it just weighs on your brain. It's the first thing you think of it in the morning. It's the last thing you think of when you go to bed. So it's going to have to have some type of effect on him. I don't know where his psyche is. I know he's a world champion, and I know he's the best quarterback we've ever seen. A lot of people think these kind of things are going to drive him. I, I'm, I don't know, psychologically speaking. But I will say this. I do think he plays one more year, and I think he's done. I think he's realizing that the pieces around him are just as important as he is at this point in, in, his, in his life. And I'm not saying Tampa Bay is not going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. But I do think that this divorce and this year will be the, you know what, I can't go out on top, and so yeah. I'm just going to hang it up. It's, He'll be 46 next year, I think. And, and he'll move on to his TV career, and then he can start a second part of his life. Is he going to be any good in TV? I think he will be, yeah. He'd he's, be he's as got good as look. Romo? Dude, he's so much better looking now than he was in college. He was a, kind of a dorky-looking dweeb. Man he's crush. a good-looking guy. Oh, man, he's a stud. I'm worried. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Tom. You want to come the other side? I'm worried on television. Are you on the other side? I would for Tom. I'm worried on on, on television. Give me a shot of B12. Let's go, baby. (laughs) On television, on television, I think he's going to be too much like Jason Witten. Why Jason Witten was a failure is because he refused to criticize players and really speak the truth of what he was seeing. Because he felt as if he was still a player and he's buddies with these guys and it doesn't want to be critical. I can understand that. And I think Tom's going to be the same way. He is always so circumspect in his language and so uh, unwilling to create controversy that um, he's not going to be outspoken like Romo. So my expectations for him are pretty, pretty low. Lawsuit, Patriots, damaged goods. That's coming up next. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. Join King's Kitchen in Tuscaloosa as the partner with Fight for Cure. I'm Heidner, 82. Tonight, fair skies, the overnight low near 55. Before your Friday, mostly sunny with a daytime high of 83. A bit cooler over the weekend, but still sunny. Highs both days in the 70s. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Wrapping up the first hour here on the Jay Barker Show. Tony Curry, Matt Coulter, and Lars Anderson. All right, I have a question for you, Tony. Yes, sir. Lay this one on you. 
before the Tiger Woods incident where he had the accident, you know, his wife threw a seven iron through the mm-hmm. rear window. Yeah. How many majors had he won? You want to take a guess? Oh. And, and the reason, if you're joining us, Tony maintains that that did not, that incident, right? Yeah. He well, was no, able no, to just focus talking, and continue on after that. Yeah, I'm just saying that that wasn't just that incident. I mean, it was his divorce. It was the drugs. It was the sex addiction. I mean, he went through. He was going through all that at the yeah, same time. Yeah. What I'm saying is, he was performing at the highest level through all of that. In most cases, you take one of those things that's going to throw somebody off for a few months. This guy was a sex addict. You backing up on me? Of course I am, because yeah. I know you're right. He was a sex mm-hmm. addict. He was going through divorce. He took a nine iron upside of his head. He was doing painkillers. Uh, and driving 113 miles an hour, obviously, later in his life in, in a 65-mile-an-hour right. zone. But w- what are the numbers? I mean, I'm, I'm curious. He to won know. 14 majors before the incident in Florida. One since. Really? Yep. That, and that, you know, I'll be honest okay. with you, I had to look that up. But yep. when I looked it up, I thought that's, that's more amazing and, and, than I and, thought. And I, I understand that, and that's a great number if we were having a debate. But when did all that stuff start happening? It didn't all happen that night. He took the nine iron upside the head. No, I think he's, he's been, been a, he's been a sex addict he'd for a long. He's been dubbing it up yeah. for a yeah. A so he was he was winning sure. tournaments while he was, but he wasn't being caught, is what he was. And then when he get caught, to your point, he only won one tournament. So I, I'll, I'll give you that. All right. I'll so speaking of debate, speaking of debate, here's here's another question Actually, for you was. guys. <laughs> so on Monday night uh, in the Rams 49ers game. There was a, a young man ran onto the field who uh, was an activist. Yes. And, uh, For animals. Yes. The PETA man. Yes. 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 And Why that's a good pink question. For PETA? I, but I, I keep I, interrupting, I, so you can't know. tell yeah. the story. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first off, one of the security guys who was running after him clearly tore his ACL or, 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 or some, or or some yeah. sort of injury. And he ran around, ran around, ran around. And you know what? Rams linebacker Bobby Wagner, he just, he'd had enough. And he just flattened the, the dude. Yeah, it was another player <laughs> with him, and they, the they sandwiched. And 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 Wagner afterward, you know, he said he intervened because of safety issues. And I, I, I frankly don't blame him because you don't know what he has on him. Mm-mm. You don't know at all. And um, and and Wagner, that's what he said. The quote was, "You don't know what that fan got or what they're doing." And he's exactly right. And this clearly was not a drunk fan running around to get some laughs like that one guy years ago in Cincinnati who took the ball from Brett Favre That's pretty funny. right before. <laughs> it was that was the most bizarre. Um, and and I've I've done a, a a story of sort of streaking at sporting events and it was a it was a fun story and most of them have to deal with drinking but this one didn't. And so this uh, protester, somehow he snuck a flare through the Levi Stadium security. Do that. And he had, a, dynamite. he had a, a makeshift. a flare in your pocket? He, he had a, <laughs> oh, how is that possible? Yeah, exactly. So he was, he was intent on disrupting the game. And now this fan claims that he was assaulted and that Bobby Wagner was acting as some sort of vigilante. And, uh, and now he is suing Bobby Wagner. Absolutely ridiculous. He first tried to get the police to press charges for assault, but I think they he went. Filed a pl- Are you he kidding? Fi- he, you filed, kidding he filed a police report, 
And uh, TMZ is reporting that uh, uh, a spokesperson for Direct Action Everywhere Animal Rights Organization, and that's who the fan was protesting for, confirmed that the fan filed a police report to the Santa Clara Police Department yesterday. The fan claimed there was, quote, that he was, quote, blatantly Mm -hmm. assaulted as well as suffered a burn bruise. And why is he doing this? For publicity. For the, for the same reason that he ran and, on the football yeah, field. This he wants is the to, he best wants, thing that could happen for his the, call. Absolutely. I, I mean, he, he wants to keep this out there as long as possible. Well, and, and Wagner, by slamming him, and I think yeah. he should have. Who, by the way, is a meat eater. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's a carnivore. Hey, listen. Uh, I know, I know, but, 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 y'all remember. But what's your reaction <clears throat> just to that? I mean, you think smart, the, the super fan, smart. The, the, it's like he's not going to get anything for it, but super smart. I mean, they, they, he wants to keep it out there in the news. We're talking about it here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. That's exactly what he wants. Where everyone's. But, but I will tell you this: uh, when I first came to town, uh, the Wiener Mobile came to town, the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile, and they were asking me if I would do my show from the Wiener Mobile. So I put remote stuff in. I was driving this eighty-foot-long Wiener through the South Side streets. You know what happened? PETA came up on either side of me and started throwing bloody meat at the side of the Wienermobile. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, really? It was great for radio. People were, like, telling me I was, you know, just a horrible human being because no, I love it. No, but it worked out well for you, And I was you, like, take pictures. It was on the front page of the newspaper. Yeah. It was awesome. I was sitting Good there with for a Tony. hot dog in my hand. It was awesome. It Do was you great. remember Mike Curtis? Do y'all remember the – have you seen the videotape? Mike Curtis, one heck of a linebacker for the Colts back in the Colts' heyday. Yeah. Unitas days. Yeah. Fan came onto the field. Y'all have never seen this. We're going to look it up during the break. Fan comes running across the field. Curtis is just standing there looking at him as he comes up towards him and by him. Curtis sticks out his big old bandaged forearm and fist and just clotheslines the crap out of this guy. I love it. And he just kind of stood over him. What bothers me so much as a spectator <laughs> is why in the world will they not show it? I, I mean, I, 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 know. I think it I know encourages why, people. I, well, we're all going to see we're it. We're all going to see it. We all want to see now, it. now with these things, the phones. I mean, show it. We're watching television for a reason. It'll help your ratings. It will. I It'll mean, help your right. ratings. That's a great point. I, 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 I think I was literally watching it as they're saying, we're not going to show it. Uh, a replay of it, you know, uh, just maybe two or three minutes after it was happening because it had already been posted on yeah. social. Can you imagine Morgana, the kissing bandit, running out there with a the flare? I don't know why, Tony. I guess it's like mine's, but that was, I was just about to bring that up. They would show the replays of Morgan. She was, I was at a baseball I'm game when she got she second didn't. base and kissed Pete Rose. I'm surprised uh-huh. she didn't knock herself down. I've had her on my show several times. She's an amazing, remarkable woman. Oh, do tell more. Oh, I, well, do we have to do we have time now? <laughs> We've got uh, about I, a minute. I'll be, I'll be more than happy to tell you on the other side. She's, she's, a, she's written books, and obviously there's been, a, I think, a 30 for 30 for Oh, he didn't clothesline him. Y'all um, look at this. I know it's bad radio, but. Why, uh, what, what, what prompted Morgana to give the first kiss? Well, this, this was back in the uh, Steve Garvey, <laughs> the, um, this is back in, you know, the, the Charlie Hustle days where it was. She would tell people she was going to do it, and security knew she was going to do it, and people would show up the ball game her. to let her do it. Yeah, yeah. because they knew something, nothing was going to happen. I tell you what, what, what really, what really changed everything is when the knife came out. Was it Wimbledon? Oh, Monica Sellis. The Monica Sellis situation was the first time where it's like, whoa, we cannot allow anybody near our athletes anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean that that ruined it for that everybody. That did. That did. That was a a, a fundamental change uh, in 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 how fans were viewed once they got onto the athletic I'm still trying to figure out how in the, the world you service. get into an NFL I, game with a flare. 
I can't get in with a pocket knife. And they they get in with a flare. You can get on the field if you want to. I, I misdescribed the Mike Curtis hit. He actually just came over there and tackled the guy. But he then he stood over him. Make sure you watch Protect amazing. the Life Stadium on Saturday at 2.30. I want to do something on the field. How you doing? Uh, I'm going to run out there with my Tegu Dragon in support of the UAB Blazers, see if they tackle me. I thought is, you were uh, going to do that for the season Children's Children's Harder weekend, too. Mark would not, yes, I know. Mark would not let me do that. 20 seconds. All right. Uh, we've got another hour of these shenanigans. But Don't wait, never first. seek permission. Just beg for forgiveness. Come Tatum, on. you're going to take us out. Roll Tide! There you go. That's All right. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over and, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. A great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. It's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamer. It's a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered.
covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today if you want a great lunch or a great dinner, and you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Hey, it's a Friday. Fabulous football weekend. That's Tony Curry, who's just uh, yelling, you know, 
What what are is Hootie Hoo? Are you doing the going? We got kids Hootie in the Hootie studio, man. Let me hear you, kids. Come on now. Everybody. Anderson. Make some noise, baby. There we go. Wow. All right. Come out of Hank Williams Junior. Hey, you guys just want to go down the street and get some fish and chips and just let them take over for an hour? Yeah. Okay. I'll bet you do. Um. It is a big football weekend. Uh, we do need to get into the games eventually. But we will. But I, I've got to, I've got to pass along some information here. Uh, they are in the uh, eighth, and the Guardians are leading the. I can't say Guardians. The Cleveland Indians. How about that? Are leading the Tampa Bay Rays Shame two to you. one. That's first of uh, four wild card games. Shame on you calling them the Indians. What's wrong with you? I'm Chief Wahoo. So we ever get the Guardians playing the Commanders, I won't watch. You remember Sorry. Chief Nakahoma? By the way, coming up here on October 18th, it's a very special day here in the sports world. You know why? What was the date again? We will have the 13th? October 18th. 18th. We will have Major League Baseball. We will have NFL. We will have college football and the NBA. The NBA. All at the same time. I love that. It only lasts for about a week, so enjoy it. I don't know if hockey's going on or not. I don't think so. Good question. I want to ask you about this Aaron Judge thing. Um, first of all, I know a lot of people were really perturbed. There's a great, uh, someone put something on Twitter about uh, the kick six. What if Aaron Judge came to bat during the pick six and just as Alabama <laughs> tries to kick the uh, field goal, they go to Aaron Judge, he grounds one out, and you come back and the game's over, which was really funny. Um, he had 62 home runs, not to take anything away from this miraculous situation. I, I can't believe that someone in the American League has not hit uh, 62 homers. All certainly the cheaters were in the National League. Ex- exactly, in the steroid era in, in 61 years, right, because it was 1961 since uh, Roger Maris did it. And obviously, he's had a fantastic year, almost won the Triple Crown, and he'll be your MVP of the American League. Um, Dusty Baker came out yesterday and said, listen, uh, it, hands down, it, it doesn't matter. Barry Bonds will always be the single-season home run record. Yeah, well, that I, is it, a bunch of... Like, I've seen, I saw every one of them. Still 73 bombs. It's not even close, and, and he'll always be. Yeah. And, and, and even Aaron Judge came out a couple weeks ago and said, listen, Barry Bonds holds the record. That, that's just the truth, and, and I stand by that. There's no asterisk in, in any stat book that, that says so. I do think it's interesting that Barry had 73, McGuire had 70, Sammy had 66, McGuire had 65, Sammy had 64, and Sammy had 63, all in separate seasons, six different seasons. All six of those seasons happened within a four-year period, which is amazing. Well, if, if you need more proof that there was a steroid error going on, look at the top six. But Aaron is seventh overall in home runs hit in a season. I realize that he's the American League home run leader. I get that. But that's like saying the AFC champion Bengals. No one remembers them winning anything because they lost the Super Bowl. And so to say that, but I I did want to ask you, the the guy who caught the $2 million 60-second baseball was ushered off. He is an investment banker for Fisher Investments. Yeah, he's a millionaire. Where where we do better when you do better. Oh, that's not a commercial for Fisher Investments, by the way. Um, and he's been now offered $2 million for that baseball from several different um, um, Corey sources. Corey Humans yeah. is his name. He's laying low right now, and, and obviously I don't, th- I don't know if Aaron has asked for the baseball back. I don't know if he's offered him the baseball back, and I, and I kind of come from the camp of $2 million would change my life instantly. If, if I was a millionaire and didn't need the $2 million, perhaps I'd be more opt to allow him to take the baseball back. And, and normally when you do something like that, what do they do? They give you like a signed bat and then maybe some season tickets. It's nothing worth $2 million. I think it'd be reputable to at least get out there and say, listen, a million dollars would change my life. And even though this baseball is worth twice that, I'd be willing to sell it to you, Aaron Judge, for a million dollars. 
plus a baseball bat stuff because I love you and I was at the game and that's why I wanted to see that. What do you think? Because I think a lot of people won't do that because I'm not going to give up a $2 million baseball for some season tickets and a signed bat. I want some cash because it would change my life and I could change the life of the people around me. So what are your thoughts on this? Go ahead, Matt. I don't know if Aaron Judge wants the baseball back or not. I'm assuming he does, but he hasn't said anything. Ice bitter. It's gone. I'm uh, at the beach. You and my, my children are going to be, they'll um, bear fruits of this labor too. I mean, I, if there's anything I left. used to, you know, I, you guys know I'm, I'm very close to being a true baseball purist mm-hmm. and a sports fan, but I'm uh, sorry. I, you know, if it was worth a hundred bucks, I'd just give it to them. Yep. You know, no big deal. Well, $2 million yep. is just, Here's like you deal. said, it's life-changing. Yep. Aaron Judge is uh, going to be a free agent after this year. He's on a one-year deal. And Brian Cashman, uh, the GM of the Yankees, has said Aaron Judge is going to be a Yankee. So right now, it looks like he is going to be uh, commanding a contract north of $300 million. So if Aaron Judge wants the ball, he can spend $2 million yeah. and get the ball. Or the Yankee organization can spend $2 million <laughs> for the ball. Yeah, it, it, exactly. And, and yeah, I would keep the ball. I have three little kids that have to go to college. Harvard, Yale, Columbia. <laughs> and I thought uh, was, Who's going to Columbia? I want to know which one's following uh, your footsteps. I thought her name was Tatum. Uh, you uh, Harvard, Yale? Harvard, Yale, Columbia. Let's see. I think... Uh, Autumn's going to Harvard. Lincoln is going to Columbia. And Fei uh, Fei is going to go to Yale. Wow. Or maybe Princeton. New Haven, Connecticut is an <laughs> armpit of a town. So uh, go to Princeton, New Jersey. So you say that, and I go, to, I look well, at my kids, I go, Jeff State, Jeff State, and maybe UAB. Hey man, you gotta ah, you gotta set the expectations. Nothing against Jeff State. Maybe I'm there, maybe I'm way. being a horrible parent by suggesting I'm going, this. I'm going no, I think you should get student loans. I'm going. Boom, let's go that. Let's go I'm, down going, that road. I'm going New Hampshire. I'm going. I'm going Virginia College and some tech, Polytech somewhere. Phoenix Univer- I, University. You know, of Phoenix. Get out. You know, Tony. I'm thinking trade schools are a good idea. By the way, if they anybody are. thinks that I'm taking they a are. shot, hey, no, trade schools that, are, that's are the good. backbone, the blue-collar hey, Did you know you can make $110,000 of Publix if you stay there for four years? Total. I went to the Publix store night with my son the other night, and they put on a pretty good show. And I was like, there was a woman that was there for four years. At the age of 62, she started working there because her 17-year-old son started working there. She goes, I'll work with you. And within four years, she's making $110,000 a year as a manager at Publix. I'm going. <clears throat> Radio what? <laughs> what 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 would you've done if you ha- if you had? The, if, <laughs> yeah, if, I know you're if, thinking. If, if you caught- I wonder what the hell my wife's doing <laughs> all that money. <laughs> I don't know what she's that making. That's a good but question. It depends on how you get into the. She's store. in management. Hundred ten thousand dollars within four years. If she was there, she would have been crying. I'm gonna be back after the break. <laughs> <laughs> would you have kept the ball, Tony? Yeah, I would have kept the ball because, I mean, uh, $2 million is, is life-changing money for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to probably go to my lawyer. but So yeah. you would have sold it. <laughs> um, I could finally pay that retainer. Um, yeah. Uh, you know what will happen. Hey, you if, laugh if you, you get that right? money. Exactly. <laughs> um, if you get yeah. that money, they'll find uh, an attorney that can find There's... a reason why she still gets half. Tony, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I, can't, I can't let this go. There is nothing worse in life than stroking a chick to a divorce lawyer. A uh, big check. No, it's, it's okay if it's yours. 
<laughs> to the other guy who just kicked your rear end and your teeth in? What's worse, giving it to a lawyer or alimony? I, I don't know why uh, we've turned this into TMZ Friday on the Jay Barker show, but if it's okay with you two, can we get, kind of go let, back let, in the direction? Yeah, of let's some let's uh, let's let's break down Texas A and M Alabama on the other side. Let's do that. All right, um, we've done the Bryce Young. Is he going to play or not? Um, We're saying he should not play, but if they're down seventeen fourteen yeah. in the third or fourth quarter, he probably comes in for some action. And that mm -hmm. being said, I mean I don't know how his arm feels. He threw footballs yesterday. I mean he's day to day. Can't you um, just get a cortisone shot in your shoulder uh, and be good to go? You, you sure can. I mean, you and I have a sprained shoulder. We're out for three weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, have y'all ever had one? Cortisone shot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. They are great. Yeah. After. Yeah. It have you ever the, seen the ones the they give to athletes? The, the needle, needle is yeah, about no, I, a ruler I, long. Yeah, no, I, I got one in my knee and they, once. And they, and they don't it really just, hurt. It's, it's not an injection. They are jamming it down there into the muscle and the bone and the ligaments. So. How many, uh, who won uh, that game between Alabama and a last year? A Nick and Galzada. Do you guys play into the, that, the, the whole reverse psychology of fighting back and saying they beat us last year, so we're going to really come out? I mean, every football player I've talked to is like, you think about that during the offseason, you think about the first 30 seconds of the game after that, yeah. you're just playing another opponent. Yeah, emotions but, but, only but, carry but you something so far. Tells, something tells me that there's obviously a good rub. It's unfortunate that A&M's lost two games because prior to the season, this line was 12, and now it's 24. And it's because A&M has looked the way they have. You think Alabama and, and, covers 24? I can't help but think that Nick Saban, uh, with his new big fat contract of six or seven more years till 2030, would not like to rub Jimbo's face in it just a little bit. And if he can win by 30, I think he does. And if Milrow's the quarterback, well, he needs the reps. That's why we were throwing the bomb up thirty. I mean, he's got to yeah. get. The, he's got to. He's, he's got to get practice with his he's receivers because we don't know when Bryce excuse. is coming back in. So he's going to yeah. give him. So if you're looking for a game to play this weekend, uh, and of course I hit my game last week. Lars Loser was the over in that game with Arkansas, and it flew over. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking Bama minus twenty four all day long on Saturday. Bama you want? Minus, what about you, Bama Mr. minus twenty four? I have to put some more thought into that. And I, and I have a really interesting number. 21-3 and three against the spread in a game going on tomorrow that will shock you. And I'll oh, what a marvelous 21 and 21-3, it'll blow you away, and you probably still won't play it. Oh, uh, I'm going to leave that. All right, you're listening to the Jay Parker Show on the Jay Barker Radio Network. Mm -hmm. That's Tony Curry, Lars Anderson. I'm Matt Coulter. We'll be back with the answer to that question in a moment. This is the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hi, I'm Emma Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time leading rusher with exciting news. If you suffer from chronic joint pain, Emmett Smith wants to introduce you to QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics. I'm Heidner, 82. Tonight, fair skies, the overnight low near 55. Before your Friday, mostly sunny with a daytime high of 83. A bit cooler over the weekend, but still sunny. Highs both days in the 70s. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Back 
on the Jay Barker Show. Say hello, everybody. Hello, Tony. Farah is jamming out over there. The Rolling Stones, yeah. smart girl. By the way, uh, ha- having witnessed other versions, your children are sterling today. They are oh, great. Yep. And you know what I just did? I guarantee chaos. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, speaking of the Rolling Stones, you know they don't play um, brown sugar anymore. And uh, Keith Richards was asked about brown sugar because it's got social and racial. Well, it's, it's about and slave, uh, slave, a very slave, attractive Brazilian woman they saw on the beat. Uh, yeah. No, it's not that. Uh, and then on this date in 1966. Um, oh, look it up. You're going to be Tiger Woods again. Mick Jagger was uh, apologizing to the right Reverend uh, Al Sharpton uh, years ago about the album called Some Girls, which also had some connotative issues to it. And he's like, I apologize. You don't like it. Blah, 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 blah. We're not changing it. And so they kept it. Um, your thoughts on uh, this petition at the University of Alabama wanting to take Dixie out of the Alabama fight song and changing it to Bama. You have a problem with that? I don't even want to talk about it because it gives them fuel for their fire. No, I think it's dumb. Why? But it'll happen anyway. I have to give that some more thought. Hey, the Dixie Dixie, kind of stop this somewhere. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think we've changed enough. And I I can't believe I'm saying this because three years ago I would have totally agree with you. But I have I've adapted the point where if it affects or offends a certain this keeping in mind now that 63 percent of everyone that goes to the University of Alabama is not from here. It's not a university school anymore. Are they it the used ones to be that find switched. it offensive? Ten years ago, 63% of everyone that went to Alabama was inside the state. Um, the Dixie Chicks changed the name of the Chicks. The Dixie Stampede at Dolly World is not called the Stampede. Um, we've changed, you know, Old Ben's Rice to Old Mills. Uh, I don't know what Win Dixie does uh, at this point because uh, that is Win, who was the previous owner, and then Dixie because it's basically north or south of the Mason-Dixon line. But I do think it's interesting uh, that, that they're, they're pretty much going to have to change the name. Um, and, and I know a lot of people, a lot of people were saying, what about Dixieland Delight? Well, that's not a sanctioned song by the University of Alabama, but they do play it there. Right. Um, and and i be honest with you, having moved here in 1988, I never thought of the word Dixie as anything but just a Southern term that described what people are like down here. I didn't know it had racial overtones and, and overtures to it. I had no idea. I didn't either, and I've lived here. Lady Annabellum changing their name. I mean, a lot of people are, are, are staying saying, you know what? It's not going to it's not going to change. The Rolling Stones aren't playing to less people or selling less records because they're no longer playing Brown Sugar in concert. That's my point. And so if it does affect some people and they want to, and the University of Alabama hasn't really been particularly clean. Tony, when are we going to stop letting 2% of the population make the decisions for the 98? Um, I don't think they're making the decisions for the 98. I think they're bringing up things that I think are very debatable and should be discussed. What will that change in, in, in our culture I don't know today? If it'll ever, I don't know if it'll it won't change crap. I heard Dirty White Boy on the way in here, and they took out the word white. No, you're kidding. And I heard play that funky music, right. white boy. As long as they're going out, how about Kanye? White lives matter. Wearing the T-shirt in France. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But, I mean, he's getting criticized for that. He's yeah. just trying to be funny. But if you're talking about a public university, I can see. You know you what just used to be? You mentioned the Guardians and the, and the yeah. Commanders. Yeah. I mean. What did that change? Nothing. It Except did because we don't say it anymore. And, you can't and it, say Indians? It takes a long time, not in that context, not in the way they were using it, not in the intention of them using that particular... How long does it take? Chief Wahoo, huh? 
How long does it take? How, how so long will, 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 will you're saying we we'll have, see a change based on the fact we that we're calling them guards somewhere? But no, we have to stop somewhere too, and we're going way overboard. All right, one one Hold thing on, we're going to get here. Can I say one thing real quick? Yeah. Uh, Dixieland, as far as I can tell, song adopted as a marching tune by the Confederate States during the American Civil War. Mm -hmm. Well, the word origin. You no, know, that war really didn't happen. The word, <laughs> the word origin. Um, it, it's sort of hard to to decipher it, but. Uh, it perhaps at one time was the nickname of New Orleans, and it's also from Dixie, uh, a $10 bill printed in New Orleans from the French D-I-X-10. Oh, we, we need to, um, how would you, know, you pronounce that Eliminate New Orleans, too. You know what used to be on every license plate in the state of Alabama? Yeah, Dixie. Heart of Dixie. Heart of Dixie. But it's not on there anymore, Matt. You know why? Oh. Because so not, somebody decided said, like that it. they need to change my language. <clears throat> I know a couple of people have dogs named Dixie. You know, they have to stop doing that. No, they don't because it's not a public university and it's a family pet. You can call your family pet I whatever. think because it is a public university, we should be able to say no. Well, you can say no, but it ain't going to work. Again, 2% is running the 98. All right, All right. ready? What is it with the 21 over the, over the last six college football seasons, there have been 24 instances where a mid-season lame duck coach played a football game or coached a football game. In other words, a coach, everyone said, if you lose this game, he's gone. Okay. Those lame duck coaches are 21-3 and three against the spread. Take the Auburn Tigers plus the 30 this weekend against the Georgia Bulldogs. You're seeing it, Georgia Bulldogs, tight games last couple of weeks. We see Auburn do this all the time. They did it against Alabama last season where they should have gotten blown out. Take the Auburn Tigers plus 30 this um, Saturday, tomorrow. How, how well time 21 and 3. There's hey, your two the in a row. Again. Take the Auburn hit Tigers. The one more time. Take your home teams, Auburn, Alabama. I'm going to take UAB, too, to make it a trifecta. Put a little parlay. Make me some serious cash. Minus the 9.5 against Middle Tennessee And then you're going to go by Aaron Judge's ball. In there. Autumn, hit the horn. Hit the horn. I'm not putting that kind of jack up. Where's Harpo? Isn't that an amazing stat, <laughs> yeah. though? It is. It's incredible. And, and I, you know, you think a lame duck coach, the team would lay down. That just means the team is playing even harder for Coach Brian Harson, and 30 points is way too much to be it's the It's a great fact and great for discussion. But I want to know, what did they use as, okay, lame duck? I mean, because, see, Harson's been a lame duck since game one. Yep. And that, so is that five of them? Well, and that, uh, that, but if he beats Georgia and beats Alabama, and, and, no longer a lame duck. And that being said, uh, one of those three losses in this thing was the Auburn Tigers against Missouri where they didn't cover. Mm. So it was 21-2 and two going into that Missouri weekend because he was considered a lame duck coach that weekend, too. So right now, you're 0-1. This season, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't play. No, I, no, I found the stat, this, I found yes, the stat yeah. and I was like, that is the craziest thing. I want to say it was uh, down south sports. I saw the stat. I, 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 I had to go back and look at some lines. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Who's following this kind of I, stuff? I honestly through. would not be shocked if Auburn keeps this game very The rivalry game? I would. Huge rivalry game. Um, Georgia you know, is not playing well. You know, sometimes they, when they you got, can't, yeah. uh, they're having trouble stopping the run. What does Auburn do best? They're going they to run the ball. Matt, what do you do when you get around an exceptionally beautiful woman that you know is so far out of your league? What do you do? I run. Gawk. You relax. What do you got to lose? <laughs> you say, can I buy you a drink? She goes, sure. And you're like, really? And you're like, cool. You buy her a drink. Uh, Next thing you know, you start having conversation. And she feels that exultion 
of confidence in you because you had nothing to lose. If she turns you down, you're like, I never had a shot anyway. You're Next thing you know, you got yourself three or four dates. Exactly. That's what Brian Hart's going to do this weekend against the Georgia Bulldogs. What's he got to lose? Go out there and have fun, guys. I know you're hearing a lot of things in the press. Go out there and have a good time. It's the number two team in the land. It's a rivalry game. Go out there and just give it all you got, but have fun doing that. We'll see what happens. They'll lose by 14. Saturday's going to be a fun playing? day. Saturday's going to be a fun day of football. Mm-hmm. That's even better. Yeah. They're playing in Athens. It's even better because you're getting six extra points. Um, It'll be 14 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Stetson Bennett's going to get sacked seven times this weekend. You and let me tell you something. When, when a team like Georgia jumps on you and you're a down team like Auburn, mm-hmm. you tend to lower your guard. And uh, that's why I think it's just going to be a landslide. It may be over at half. Nothing against Auburn. I want them to be good. I'll call you Saturday any, night and stick any, it in your face. Any other? I, I, I'm I'm with you on this, mm-hmm. Tony. I'm 100 percent with guy. you. Yeah. Uh, any other spreads catch your eye this week? Yeah, there's another spread that I think is really interesting. South Carolina's going to knock off the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, that six and a half is a smelly fish. Why are you getting the Kentucky Wildcats a team that's four and one playing a three and two South Carolina team that's been all over the board, giving up less than a touchdown? Mark Stoops is going to lose that football game against South Carolina this weekend. That would be a so, big, big win for Shane Beamer. Mm-hmm. I think the Mississippi State game is really interesting. They're playing great ball. By the way, how, nine and a half. And I, I'm going to ask a question. I don't know the answer to because I'm hoping y'all do. How is uh, Rattler doing statistically? You know, I'm, I'm going to look it he's, up. He's not putting up uh, incredible numbers, uh, but he is playing. I think fairly efficient. And um, he's middle of the pack. Yeah, he's no Heisman Trophy contender uh, this like, year. Like the year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Matt, we both said it. <laughs> Bank it. Uh, Spencer Rattler is going to be your 2021 Heisman Trophy winner. Um, but uh, I think just getting him on campus, getting him on the team, such a huge uh, victory for Shane Beamer because it 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 perpetuates the perception that he can get big time players and 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 he is starting to get big time players and I think Shane Beamer is uh just going to going to do really really well at South Carolina would not be surprised if he ultimately ends up back at Virginia Tech where his dad of course was coached for uh, about 30 years or so. You got four more very interesting games I want to throw at you guys coming up on the other side. College football games, a couple of SEC jobbers. Awesome. For the record, Spencer Rattler is 98 to 151. 65% completion. That's very passable. Um, yes, here's what's not good. Four TDs and six picks. Yep. That's not seven picks. Pick, yeah. But this you're is- calling the you're tall, calling the big Gamecocks victory. I mean, even or, more or so. Just, even more or so just, now. just this, this spread. Even more so now, yeah. I think they win the game outright. But you got four more? That's coming up on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, the Jay Barker Network from AVX. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. 
Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC letter O.
Parker Show. Man, this we're 90 minutes done in the can, baby. It goes quick when you have good radio, my friend. I'd like to think that, Tony. I used to do a four-hour show, and sometimes it felt like four hours. Sometimes. You remember, um, like, eight-hour gigs when you were doing radio DJ? Uh, yeah, we used to have a, a midnight to six gig, six hours on weekends. Did you ever do Graveyard? Um... No, I was blessed enough it's that I didn't have creepy. the graveyard. But I came About in. 3.30 in the morning, you, you want to go, is anybody really listening? How no. difficult was it to do four hours a day, especially starting at 6 a.m.? It, it wasn't hard. I mean, I, Al and Jay were great to work with, so I look forward to it every day. I mean, the 9 o'clock hour was kind of a throwaway hour, but we used to kind of get Is that why you, that's when you always had me on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. We did bone fries. We, 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 had, some, we had some fun. You didn't think he's going to put two um, and two together. But I mean, that time. first hour flies by because you got so much to talk about. The 7 o'clock hour is obviously the most important. The 8 o'clock hour, you kind of get in the meat and stuff. You have a guest or two. And then 9 o'clock hour, you just fart around. Um, four games, uh, four of the games I want to throw at you guys. Uh, a pair of undefeated teams into week six. Who would have said TCU taking uh, on Kansas? 4-0 against 5-0. TCU giving up 6.5. Uh, is Kansas really good enough to be undefeated six weeks into the season. Can they catch six and a half and beat TCU this weekend after what TCU did last week? I think it's interesting. The Missouri-Florida game, I think, is really fun to look at. Florida giving up 11. Is it, is Missouri for real? They could easily be 2-0 and in the league. I know. I mean, and, in fact, they should be. And everyone said they're the, they're the new Vanderbilt of the SEC. I mean, they're terrible. Are they? I don't think they gave so. Auburn all they wanted. They look fantastic as Georgia. Just saying, their fronts, um, their offensive defensive line are formidable. Is Tennessee going to be undefeated when they play Alabama next weekend? Yes or no? They're taking on LSU, and Brian Kelly seems like he's getting the SEC feel. Man, they're four and one. They're playing some yeah, good football. Yeah, right LSU is playing good, but I think Tennessee's playing even better. So impressed with uh, Hooker, who right now uh, with Bryce Young out could be the is best. That Rouge, right? Yes, yes, it is. And, yeah. But here's here's but, the but, deal. But Hooker, here's why. Hooker, Hooker, Hooker's playing as good as anyone in yeah. the country. He's in the Heisman Trophy hunt right now. Yeah. Here's why Tennessee will win. That game's at 11 o'clock in the morning. Cages don't have enough warm-up time. Tennessee giving up three. It, on and the it is. I mean, it's it's documented. Not that I can pull it up, but I can just say it. Oh, um, Who's the leader in the clubhouse for the Heisman, by the way? Is it uh, C.J. Stroud right yeah, now? Yeah, by or far. Not, the, not the clubhouse, but at, uh, yeah, through, yeah, uh, and, and through and five holes. In the Heisman house. <laughs> and then Bryce, well, Bryce is already there, but yeah, he's second right now. And the final game, of course, is the Red River rivalry, which I don't know if anyone's really talking about because I don't yeah, think anyone they're cares both about unranked. unranked. Um, I like it's still a rivalry. I, I like uh, Texas in that game. Yeah. I, I are you surprised that Brent Venables is getting so much heat right now? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I know he's on the coach's hot seat thing, but I mean, um, listen, that's a, that's a lifetime hire. You, you brought him in there to, to work his magic. This is not a Brian Harson. Yeah. You know, he's got time now. He can't go three and nine, but I don't think he will, but he needs to find himself. Yeah. I mean, he's waited his entire life to get that job. Right. Uh, that cupboard yeah. wasn't exactly full. No, because, no. Because uh, Riley no. took a lot with him, and a yeah, lot of others Lincoln, just transferred. Lincoln Riley just uh, decimated that program. Lincoln Riley, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, is from Norman, and uh, he was telling me that Lincoln Riley is about the most hated person, most despised person uh, in a long time in Norman, Oklahoma. Now, is that because he left, or I get the feeling that he kind of angered a lot of people before that ever happened? He did, uh, and, uh, you know, taking Caleb Williams and, and uh, a couple other players with him to to USC did not endear himself to the fan base either. 
What were the other games he was talking about? Oh, did you make a play on TCU-KU? I, I, I think I, I like TCU in that game. Uh, it's hard for me to envision KU going, uh, what, it would be 5-0? and be 6-0. be 6-0. and um, But, yeah, I, Lance Leopold has done a great job. Uh, he's attracted the interest of Nebraska. I know that. And Wisconsin's uh, all over. And, and yeah, and Wisconsin, Wisconsin really wants him. But, you know, he's saying all the right things that he wants to stay at Kansas. I mean, but it, it, it's amazing because just three years ago, Kansas was absolutely the worst program in the United States. And the, the turnaround has been phenomenal. And as you've mentioned a couple times, Matt, uh, Leopold has a history of turning around programs yeah. at, at Buffalo and, and, and other places. What do you think the chances that Kansas kind of starts really loving? They're, they're getting into this winning, and, and maybe they just offer him up a huge contract, and Kansas becomes the dominant team. It's possible. Is it really? I mean, yes. You don't think and people, people forget was gonna... Kansas was like two plays away from playing for a national championship back in, I don't know, 98, 99, 2000, somewhere in there. Well, I know Case where State. They, they played uh, – God, who'd they play? They played Missouri. Or I'm sorry, they played Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game, and they had them on the ropes. And instead, Oklahoma ends up going. And this was the BCS era. Oklahoma went on, uh, I think, to win the national championship. But uh, Kansas can be good. You know what I think about? What player do you think about when you think about Kansas football? A player who is from Omaha, Nebraska. Gail Sayers is from Omaha? yeah. Gail Sayers. I'm glad, I'm glad you know I don't that. think Nebraska offered him. I'm sitting here looking at their uh, schedule because, I mean, you're 5-0, and and, you know, Alabama used to put some cupcakes in there. Wimp Sanderson used to always talk about Cupcake City, man. His first 12 Montana or 13 State. games, put, you know, put, put them in we're, there. So Tony, we're playing Montana State. This so year. their first game, they knocked off uh, Tennessee Tech, 56-10. Then they knocked off West Virginia in Morgantown. That was the overtime game, 55-42 which is one of those games where you should never win by 13 in overtime. If you had a minus 12, you're probably going, woo but you didn't need it. Uh, uh, they did beat... Wait, 55? How does that happen? Uh, a pick. Yeah. Run back. Oh, you score. Gotcha. Uh, they knocked off Houston in Houston, 48-30. That's uh, a good win. They it beat Duke, 35-27. Yeah. They knocked off Iowa State for homecoming, of course. That's when they, they had ESPN. It was on ESPN 214-11. Now they got TCU. That, that's a pretty... Pretty stout schedule. Yeah. And they've done it on the road. Uh, Houston's fun to watch. West Virginia's always interesting to watch. Uh, Duke used to be good. Uh, Iowa State is a team that uh, a lot of people thought were pretty good going into the season, too. So th th these are not Sam Houston State's week in and week out for the for the Jayhawks. They Watching. are at home. Mm -hmm. Games in Lawrence. Mm -hmm. Game days in Lawrence. Yep. Um, TCU is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Where are you going? Biggest game in Kansas football history in 20 years. I'm taking Kansas and I'm buying it up to seven just because I think they're begging me to take TCU minus a six and a half. And I think a lot of people think there's going to be a little bit of letdown with TCU after that Oklahoma game last weekend. Lars, who, where you will probably put money on this. Uh, it, it, could be, it could be a 50, I, I, could be a 50 to 45 game too. I'm, I would lean uh, TCU in, in this game. You put some skin on it. Um, me too. You and me? So, okay. So, Tony, just to review, you think Alabama is going to cover... Yeah, I think they're going to get it done. It may not be pretty, but I think they're going to cover the 24 just because uh, something tells me that if they get a shot, it may be a, a, a front cover backdoor. 
And uh, Tennessee, LSU. I'm not sure what the line is. Tennessee. Tennessee's minus three. Yeah. I like Tennessee in that game. Something tells me that Brian Kelly's going to win that game. He plays for big games, unless, of course, he's playing Alabama for a national title. Um, but LSU against an undefeated Tennessee, that Baton Rouge is going to be crazy. But it's 11 o'clock. It's not a night game. I know. Well, that means they can drink more after the game because it'll be done by 2 o'clock. So they'll be fired up for what's going to happen after the mm-hmm. game. Okay. They're just going to make it through three hours. The weather's going to be fantastic. Uh, something tells me LSU's going to gonna win that football game. Oh, I would take Tennessee here. Did you have another one on there? Uh, and then uh, the Red Rivalry game, uh, Texas and Oklahoma. Okay, who Texas, cares? Texas has given up nine. I don't think people really care about that. But um, some other games, UAB, I think it's a huge game for Brian Vincent. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I like Brian Vincent a lot. Good, this is the Middle Tennessee State team that yeah. beat Miami. I know, and I, I, don't, I don't like the fact that he's some of that lame duck kind of thing. You have to prove yourself. We had him on this show here, and, and we were all kind of rooting for him, but he's 2-2. Two and two. He doesn't want to start the season 2-3, and three. And, and UAB hasn't played at home in a month. They're giving up nine against MTSU, which should tell you something. Um, Utah, 4-1. and one. On the road, at undefeated Bruins of UCLA, 5-0. and That's an interesting yeah, you know, game. Yeah, we hadn't even talked about them yet. Mm-hmm. They are 5 And that, yeah. that's the game that Brando is calling this week. And uh, Utah's I, favorite that and, game. And Brando loves Utah. So he, take he UCLA? Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they lost uh, to a very average Florida team. Mm-hmm. But this is a, a, a really odd year. You can't compare scores and wins and losses yeah. from week to week anymore. Yeah. Because some, you know, like Georgia Southern is a perfect example. You know, right. Well, they won at Nebraska, and UAB just kind of. Matt, we still have to shit. remember these are eighteen and nineteen year olds in college. Wow, I long for those days, <laughs> you Tony. Know, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not going to lose my mortgage betting on an eighteen year old redshirt freshman. And I don't yeah, know, I don't, I don't know what he, I his, don't know what he did last night. Yeah. Well, he's just broken out with his girlfriend too. So. Final game is interesting is uh, FSU four and one taking on NC State at NC State. NC State's giving up the Wolfpack giving up three and a half. I think that's a pair of four and one teams. That should be a good matchup too. There's some good games this weekend. Yeah, I, I think this is the best slate of games of the year so far. Agreed. Um, who do you like in that Florida State NC State game? I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, Florida State plus three. Uh, I kind of like that too. I think Coach Norv is finally starting to feel feel a little bit down there at FSU. And again, much like the Auburn Tigers, I think when FSU's good, it's good for college football. So I'm kind of rooting for them. I don't really need to care about the Wolfpack at this point. And, and that number, Give me the home. That Give number seems curiously small. Mm-hmm. Wolfpack's playing some good football, man. Um. Yeah, and they kind of been flying under the radar. All right, uh, we're going to wrap this show up. We're, we're just going to let the kids do our last segment. Here. I want to get into this NIL thing. Why isn't A&M in Alabama disclosing their numbers? It the- won't last, and I'll tell you why on the other side of the break. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Dad, I don't feel good. (coughs) I'll grab the Vicks Day Cool Kids Honey. Isn't Day Cool just for parents? Actually, Vicks Day Cool Kids Honey is just for kids. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Our run of dry weather continues with no rain expected for the next seven days. Sunny and warm this afternoon. The daytime high near 82. Tonight, fair skies. The overnight low near 55. And for your Friday, mostly sunny with a daytime high of 83. 
bit cooler over the weekend, but still sunny. Highs both days in the 70s. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Parker Network is Tony Curry, Mars Anderson, myself, Matt Coulter. We wrap up this fun Friday, freaky free show. Um, what you got? Uh, what you guys coming back? Hey, I got one thing. London, eight thirty Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Be there. Football. I Giants love. and the Packers. I love when the NFL plays. I actually out of the heard country. a guy yesterday say, you know, that's going to be a really, really tough game for Aaron Rodgers. And they said, why? Because uh, jet lag. G- give me a really. It's gonna be tough on everyone then. He just needs to pop some mushrooms. He'll be good. I don't think that's gonna have a say so in the. Remember when uh, football game one where whatsoever. I'm gonna take you back to May 19th when Jimbo Fisher said, and I quote, "I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to hide. And our program has nothing to hide." Be interesting if everyone could say that. Nick Saban came out there on May 31st. I'm all for players making as much as they can make. I also think we've got to have some uniform transparent ways to do that as A&M has bought, quote-unquote, every player. ESPN has sought to take the coaches and other universities up to the notion that the NIL information should be more transparent, asking a sampling of 23 universities, 20 from Power 5 conferences, to release their NIL-related documents or data across the board. Schools provided few to no records. In the case of Saban's Alabama, the university declined to release any information. In Fisher's A&M, the university said it would provide hundreds of records, but still hasn't. Records that officials did release omitted financial terms, athletes' names, and sports. I don't even know. It's a blank piece of paper. And though AM did end up releasing a pre-sport breakdown, it came months after ESPN made a subsequent request. This is something that should be, this should be available, right? I mean, there, there's going to have to be taxes paid on these things? It's, a, it's an open records law. I have they're a federally and state-funded institution, and their books should be open to the public. Don't ever trust someone that says, I have nothing to hide, or I want to be totally honest with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and don't evidently don't trust a and m when they tell you they're going to send you the records but uh, you know why uh it, it, the only reason you'd hide it in my opinion is if maybe it's not good and it it you know reflects poorly on alabama i think what it says but i it, think it's, it's the other side i think what it is is it's so wild that they don't they can't keep track of it i don't think they know what players are making what on who oh at alabama no, they hired somebody. I can I can guarantee you right on. now there's a player in the University of Alabama making money that no one knows about under the table. You can We've been guarantee doing for years. that. Absolutely. And I think it's happening at every university. I think Joe Schmidt's Omega Tire store is handing some dude $100 handshakes. We've been, Matt, we've been doing $100 handshakes for 65 years. But if Albert you, if you get that, sakes, I mean, if you get that, you have to represent them. Correct. You can represent them by not saying a word about them, Matt. Oh. I'm because the I'm owner of that better. shop is telling everybody he's paying that guy to be out there. It doesn't have you to be. You don't think a... that gets back to the universe? I'm not talking million dollar deals. I'm talking yeah. fifty dollar handshakes. But I'm saying is there's got to be money that's being done underneath the table because these kids don't want to pay taxes on it. It's cash only. It's I, happening at every universe. So? And we're crazy not to think it's not happening. Now, I'm still hung up on what Tony said a, about a minute ago when somebody tells you. At the beginning of their statement, I'm not going to lie. 
That's another guess what they're about I'm not going to lie, and then boom, here comes a statement. So that is suggestive of what? That they lie. Yeah. So don't say that. It's really a pet peeve of mine. And also the overuse of the word. My hair is literally on fire. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> let, let's run a couple of the. You, you know what I don't like? I don't like the phrase very unique. Yeah. If it's unique, it's unique. It, very. it can't be very unique. The guy who just <laughs> the guy who just said yeah, the well, guy you're a writer. Of course you're gonna write whatever the hell. But you've told me no, I've never whatever no, the hell yeah, you want. No, to. unique you know, is you, unique. Yeah. There's a guy yeah, who came out just a couple weeks ago and said I'm not bluffing. You know who that was? Uh, Kenny Kenny Rogers. I'm be Vladimir Putin. It's his birthday today. I ain't good, man, man. You are full of just he, these. Vladimir is dropping years old. dimes of knowledge. Hey, and you I know what say, it is. It's the it's the George Costanza thing. No, really. <laughs> because he's <laughs> yeah. he hasn't been. You know what? Yeah, yeah. No. It's, it's like <laughs> of course, absolutely. And you know zero. what? And you know what? Can you speak Portuguese now? And you know what? I'm having shrinkage at 201 today, uh, <laughs> just because I'm leaving you guys. I'm so bummed out. Uh, uh, I want to wish happy birthday to Taylor Hicks, by the way, for the thousands and thousands of books uh, here on the show. He geez. turns 46 today. He's one of my favorite people. Oh, yeah, well, I, I randomly uh, sat next to him on a flight from Detroit to Birmingham, and we became tight after that, and uh, played a lot of golf and. Man, one time we went out, uh, and he uh, he just uh, it was an open stage. Mm -hmm. He gets up there, and within and there's nobody in the place. And right. within ten minutes, it is absolutely That's crowded. Social media, but yeah. uh, I I don't know anybody. Although you're close, we I mean, we all kind of squeeze what we can out of life. Taylor's really good at that. He is. He's a. I've great, never seen him in a bad he, mood. He's and a I've never great, seen him not smile. Yeah, he's a great live performer. Even when he was at Oasis at 3 o'clock in the morning back uh, in 1989. Now you should be saying that because I was there too. Yeah, we were. Were you, doing, were you, doing, were you doing the ring game on the wall oh, in the back? Yeah. Hanging out with Rick Carter? The, the mic that he got oh, on was at, Rick Carter. Was, at, <laughs> was at Marty's at 2, 2 a.m. Marty's man, still open. I don't know. Uh, well, let's go find out about 3 o'clock in the morning. Let's go to JT Roberts <laughs> after the show. <laughs> What was Al? Hey, we got to go. Have a great weekend. Have a great one, everybody. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often